in our ninth session on Ephesians 1, 11 to 14, before I turn next time to this important issue of what it means to be sealed with the Holy Spirit, I want in this session to do something that may seem very obvious and yet I don't think is, namely, what does it mean to believe in Him? We're at verse 13, in Him, that is in Christ, you also, having heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and having believed. So there's a hearing of the word, and there's a believing on the person, in the person. You were sealed. And so we'll try to figure out what the connection is next time between this sealing and this hearing and believing and what follows. We're sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance unto the redemption of the possession to the praise of his glory. But we use this so often because it's so central and common in the New Testament to believe on Jesus. What is involved in saving believing? Because the devils believe and tremble, James says. And so we want to not have devil faith, but saving faith. So, Father, as we spend a few minutes looking at Paul's wider treatment of faith, not only clarify it in our minds, but create it in our hearts, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. So let's just stay with the immediate context for a moment. In him, you also, having heard the word of truth, the gospel, and having believed in him, were sealed. Now that believing, it says, is being done by you also. And that also right there fits together with we who first, who were the first. So first we, and also you. Now, having seen that, that Paul, the Jew, having done something, now you also do it. This is believing. What is this? We who were the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. In him, you also, having heard and having believed, were sealed. So Paul speaks of his own heart response to Christ as hoping in him. And he says, you also have believed in him, at least suggests that these are closely connected, right? And that's not surprising in view of what Hebrews 11.1 says, faith, believing, is the assurance of things hoped for. There's a strong future element in saving faith. It is the assurance or the substance of things hoped for. That is, Things hoped for are seen so clearly that it's as though we have the substance or the taste of them right now and can have confidence in the things hoped for. Let's keep going and see what else Paul says about this faith here in Ephesians. By grace you have been saved through faith. This is not your own doing, it is the gift of God. So faith or believing is a gift from God. This grace through faith altogether is a gift from God. You don't 
create your own faith. You're dead in trespasses and sins, according to chapter 2, verse 1. We are dead in trespasses and sins. We regard the things of the Spirit as foolishness, and we are blind to the glory of God in the gospel. All those things are taught by Paul, and therefore, if faith is going to exist in any fallen, dead, rebellious, spiritually insensitive human being, it's going to have to be a work of God. We see that confirmed over in Philippians 1.29. It has been granted, given to you that for the sake of Christ you should not only believe in him, so it has been granted to you, given to you to believe in him, but also to suffer for his sake. What more can we say? Ephesians 3. I pray that according to the riches of his glory he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Faith is the sort of thing through which Christ dwells. Faith is a, shall we say, a welcoming, a a receiving, an embracing of Christ as an indwelling presence within us. Faith is glad to have Christ living within. Faith opens to Christ being our inhabitant. Focus on just verse 6 of Colossians 2. As you received Christ the Lord, so there's the essence, I think, of what faith does. It receives Christ Jesus the Lord. As you received him, walk in him. That's rooted in something we saw in the Gospel of John. But to all who did receive him, he came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, that is, see, this is a definition of this, who believed in his name. So I'm saying believing, as was presented in John, is a receiving of Christ. To all who received him and all that God is for us in him, that is, believed in his name, he gave the right to become the children of God. 1 Corinthians 15. Now I would remind you, brothers, of the gospel I preached to you, which you received. So when Paul preached the gospel of the riches of Christ, It was received. That's what faith does. Faith welcomes. Faith receives the truth in which you stand and by which you are being saved if you hold fast to the word I preached to you unless you believed in vain. So faith receives and faith stands and faith holds fast lest the believing be an empty and vain thing. 1 Thessalonians 1, 6, And you became imitators of us and of the Lord, and you received the word in much affliction with joy in the Holy Spirit. Received the word with joy. There is a kind of receiving that is demonic, right? When Jesus cast out the legion of demons uh, into the pigs. Oh, they received his word, meaning they heard it, 
they accepted it as true and they negotiated. <laughs> like that's not that's not what this means. This is joyful reception worked by the Holy Spirit. Chapter two of that same book. And we also thank God constantly for this, that when you receive the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it not, not as the word of men. There's a kind of receiving that's just, I'm just taking it as a word of man. No, you didn't receive it like that. You received it as what it really is, the word of God, which is at work in you. So putting all that together, here's my proposal, and I don't give this as a final best case expression of faith, but as something that I think is faithful to what we've seen so far, and we can test it as we go. So faith, I would say, is um, a glad welcome. You could use the word receiving as many as received him, a glad welcome of Christ. Focus on the person here. For all he is and does and promises. As our trust and treasure. I'm attempting to put together all the pieces that we saw there. I think that's the best way to go about defining believing or faith, not to just look up some definition in the dictionary, but to look at use after use after use of how Paul presents it and how Jesus and Hebrews presents it as a glad welcome of Christ into our lives, into our hearts, for all he is and all he does and all he promises. And I don't mean to imply that when you have saving faith, you know all he is and all he does. My goodness, I think I was truly born again with a glad welcome of Christ when I was six years old. (laughs) I hardly had a clue of the depths of what he is and what he does and what he promises. But the seed of genuine faith is ready and receptive as we grow. And you see more of what he is, faith is ready and embraces. When you see more of what he does, faith is ready and embraces. When you see more of what he promises, faith is ready and embraces. That's the nature of faith. It is a glad welcoming, given given by God in our hearts to hold Christ as our trust and our treasure. Now, this glad idea here, which we got from 1 Thessalonians 1.6, you received the word in much affliction with joy of the Holy Spirit. That leads us to consider what now is the sealing by the Spirit, which is so connected to hearing and believing Christ.